Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters at Cause Talk Radio, and I'm here with Megan Strand. Hey, Joe. Hey, Megan. How are you today? Now, very special announcement today. Megan's 29. <laughs> right? How many 29? That's right. I'm 29. Megan. All day long. 29 forever. So today's Megan's birthday. So that means I have to be really nice to Megan all day today. Thankfully, no we have a guest I, for you to abuse instead right. of me. Uh, and we have an incredible <laughs> guest. You know what I'm so impressed by, Megan, about this show is last week we had the mother of cost marketing. This week we have the godfather of cost marketing, <laughs> Phil McCarty, president of Good Scout Group. Phil, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. I'm glad to be here. It's good to join you today. No, and and that voice is just like the Godfather's. You it know? is, huh? I've been working on that all week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. No, but Phil, thank you very much for joining us today. And uh, the the you know the Godfather of Cause Marketing, the name that we give Phil Megan. You know the reason we do that is because he is a cause marketing powerhouse. He is right of all the work he's done. Now, one of the things though about the Godfather is the Godfather is a little bit mysterious, so all our listeners may not know your reputation, Phil. So one of the things I was hoping you could do for us for a couple of minutes is have a, to our listeners, tell them a little bit about yourself. Uh, so, and then we'll ask you some really super tough questions. That sounds great. I'll try not to start with my birth in Mississippi, but we'll, <laughs> we'll move on a little bit past that. We appreciate uh, <laughs> that. We appreciate that. You know? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, I, um, I actually started out in, in public relations and, and advertising and uh, went on to become brand manager at Doubletree Hotels. And then from there, I was very fortunate to, um, to start the corporate alliance area at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis. And um, was there for seven years. We um, we took that program from a couple of corporate partners to more than forty by the time that I had left. And um, while I was there, we launched a, a little campaign that hopefully everyone has heard of called Thanks and Giving, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, which has been an incredible and and a and a very um, sustainable campaign for St. Jude. It's, it's mm-hmm. been phenomenal to watch that over the years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and then um, in 2006, I decided to start my own consultancy. So I um, somehow fooled myself into thinking that being a consultant would allow me to um, to have a little more time to myself, and, uh, <laughs> and that I could go uh, go to the gym at 10 a.m. and yeah. and um, have a few clients and enjoy life. And um, yeah. and it, it grew very quickly. So over the last six years, we've been very fortunate to to work with um, so many great nonprofits, um, Feeding America, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America, Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, Heifer International, International Rescue Committee, the list goes on and on. And, and we've, really, um, we've really focused on corporate alliance development um, as well as organizational development with, um, with so many of these organizations and, and then um, helping them with their um, cause marketing practices um, and, and the integration of marketing and fundraising. So it's been a, it's been a really great ride. And, and um, we, um, we, we've um, had, had actually a couple of different brands along the way and then rebranded about a year ago as Good Scout. So it's wow. been, uh, it's been a, a great ride thus far. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, just talking to people, Phil, we know uh, you and your partner there, Maureen Carlson. I mean, they're just solid gold reputation in terms of working with nonprofits and, you know, working with St. Jude. I mean, the St. Jude Thanks and Giving campaign. I mean, that's that's done incredible stuff. I mean, what they raised this year, Phil, like 50, 60 million dollars. 
Yeah, it's it's topped out over sixty million for the for a number of years now. It's it's just continued to be a great growth program for them, and and something that something I'm proud to have been a part of in in the early years, and then something um, that that we just continue to watch, and I'm I'm in awe over it year over year. Yeah. Well, you know, I think what's interesting, too, about Thanksgiving is, you know, since that program has been around, I think a lot more nonprofits are focusing on owning a certain time of year. And a few weeks ago, we had the Matcha Dimes on with their I'm Born To campaign, and yeah. they hope to own the period between um, between Mother's Day and Father's Day. Um, and of course, you know, the person that started it all was Jerry Lewis in terms of owning uh, Labor Day weekend. Um, but, you know, it seems to be a big trend with nonprofits to try to amass their forces for one time a year. Yeah, it is. It's um, and and you know I have to say I'm proud of nonprofits for looking at it because they they are taking control, which I think mm-hmm. is great, and and really developing these um, into some some very uh, lucrative and sustainable campaigns. I think what's important to to look at and what I love about these is that um, I, I think that nonprofits are understanding that this is not just about fundraising, but it's also about branding, and and that's mm-hmm. so critical to these campaigns. I think so many times in cause marketing we. Uh, um, we do not look at the value of um, we, we don't look at the value of of our um, uh, of the branding in in these campaigns, and so I think that's been incredible for people. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think too, like you, you know, when you look at something like Thanks and Giving, that you know that program was an extension, a reflection of the incredible brand that. St. Jude already had. And it certainly gave that brand and enhanced it and gave it additional luster. But, you know, it was a big brand to begin with. And I think that's something important for um, nonprofits to grasp. I, I think you're right. I think what one thing that we've seen is that many times nonprofits come to us and they say, we want a thanks and giving campaign. And um, I kind of joke with them and say, no, you don't. But what we do encourage them to look at is, first and foremost, are you having success in corporate alliances? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in other words, are, are you, are, do you already have a track, a track record there? Um, are, right. are you already developing some, some solid corporate alliances before you start to move into or venture into a, uh, a cause platform campaign? And I think that's important to look at. It's also not for everyone. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's important as well. Um, you know, when you're looking at it from, from a fundraising and a branding standpoint, um, if you have not built the brand, it, it is not, it, it's not a magic wand. You don't yeah. just, wave this yep. platform campaign out there and say it's going to do everything and it's going to fix everything there yep. there's quite a bit of groundwork that you have to lay before you actually jump into something right right well i think that's a good segue phil so i think one of the things we wanted to ask you just from your place where you sit as a consultant what are the, what are some of the things that you see people doing that are just not working um you know when you walk into an organization and they have these huge expectations or you know maybe they have realistic expectations but they're 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 missing the boat on a couple of things what are the things you're seeing people do yeah so i think that probably the the starting point that we typically look at is are are marketing and fundraising working hand in hand do you have do you have an integration of marketing and fundraising internally um and and joe i know that you and i've talked about this quite a bit uh where where we've actually been called to the table to say okay hey we want to bring you in to develop a a platform campaign and the reality is that the house is not in order and until your house is in order and until you uh, until you're working uh 
um, as a collaborative team and uh, until you're breaking down some of those silos, which nonprofits are, are known for. Yeah. Um, you know, until you're breaking down those silos and everyone understands that this is a fully integrated effort in order for something like this to be successful, mm-hmm. then then you're not going to have success. So mm-hmm. so, Megan, you know, that's probably one of the, the biggest areas that that we try to look at first and foremost is is how do we get fundraising and marketing on the same page and how are all of your disciplines integrated um, in order for this to be a success? That yeah. sounds like a lot of work. Um, it is a lot of work. Um, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it's a lot of work for some organizations. Some, um, some are much more open to it than others. Um, I, any, where we've seen the greatest success has been when we're actually talking to marketing and fundraising from, from the, uh, from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both on the same page and want this to happen. And I will say that it's also about leadership that understands timing behind these things. Yes. This yeah. is not something that you say, we want to do this. We need to raise funds. And so in the next 12 months, we we have high expectations. The reality is you're talking 18 to 24 months easily to, yeah. to you know, to, for this to actually be developed, to be launched and to start to see some success. Mm-hmm. No, and I think that's, you know, I think that's really important too, Phil, is, you know, when, when I talk to clients, I talk about the continuum of cause in the sense that, you know, on one end of cause marketing is the transactional stuff, which is what most people are talking about, you know, the point of sale programs, the purchase triggered programs. And then on the other end, and this goes back to Carol Cohn and breakthrough nonprofit brands, is that transformative cause marketing that really changes an organization from its roots all the way up. And, you know, that's something that takes a lot of time. But it does, does. It, does it always have to be transformative? I mean, can you, would you work with an organization, Phil, that just said, look, we just need your help doing this transactional campaign? Is that, is that an okay goal to have? I mean, are, are there instances where that's just fine? You know, I would say that it's, it's okay. It, it, to us, though, it's not ideal. Right. Really, when, yeah. when, when we're looking at when we're working with these nonprofits and saying, "Okay, let's look at this as corporate alliance," and we really look at it as corporate alliance development. We mm-hmm. we really don't deem it cause marketing, and the reason right. that we don't is that you know it's it's we tell everyone if you have an opportunity to be at the table with a corporation, you had better be talking to them about every activation point yeah, right. and opportunity yeah. for engagement with your organization possible. This mm-hmm. is not just about the transactional. This is about yeah. a very holistic relationship and how you can really start to build this into a fully integrated relationship with the with the corporation, not yeah. you know, not just integration within your organization, but it's about integrating and 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 um and activating and engaging fully with that corporate partner. So yeah, it, it, so one-offs are okay, but but it's it's really it's it's not ideal and quite frankly, I I think we're going to see I think we're going to see a little bit of a move away from um, transactional in some cases. We're, I'm seeing more robust um, relationships out there and corporations expecting quite a bit when it comes to uh, return on investment. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think too, Phil, like companies have really come alive and much more knowledgeable about the benefits of cause. And they really are looking at organizations with a little bit more scrutiny, a little bit more with marketing eyes open about what the opportunities are for those companies. And I think this all goes back to, Phil, the importance of brand. Because if you have a powerful brand, it's like a magnet for you and it attracts all sorts of good things. 
you're you're right about that. And mm-hmm. and um and I would say to that too, Joe, that the um I agree with you from the standpoint of brand. I would also say um I would also say that a that a key part of that is also mission. Mm-hmm. Um because we're looking so much at the at the impact and, and the effect of of impact through all these partnerships and and um and relationships. And mm-hmm. I think that there are, you know, I, I think that that it's hard sometimes for organizations to compete because there are so obviously, you know, we have over a million nonprofits that yeah, right, that right. are out there um, yeah. right now trying to uh, to vie for um, for that do- that dollar. But um, I, I think what's critical is to also show your impact and show how a company can really partner with you to make a considerable difference in an area that they're most interested in. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I think that's, you know, I think that is so key with the organizations, too, is, you know, and to go back that, uh, to something you said earlier, too, about looking at all the opportunities, I talk to people about that all the time, is, you know, cause marketing is just a tactic. At the end of the day, it's really about philanthropy, like sitting across from a business owner, what is the opportunity with that business? And it can extend far beyond cause marketing. But, Phil, one, one thing I really did want to ask you was, uh, in the brands and the in the companies and the nonprofits that you're working with, how is social media changing the landscape for cause marketing? How is it affecting your business? Yeah, I think that's a great question. You know, mm-hmm. w- what I would say to that is that when we are going in and we're developing these campaigns, it it, it is a must. It is not a nice to have any longer. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, and and we're really looking at ways that that there can be uh, that that really that's that's an area of um, of complete engagement. So, in other words, we're working with a client right now. I, I won't disclose who it is, but we're we're working on a campaign that that they are just starting in this space and. And, and we're actually building almost the entire campaign around the social space mm-hmm. um, for them and not so much in that transactional or retail space as as many of us would probably have run to many years ago. So um, so I think that um, I, I think that it's a must have. I think that um, I think that we're seeing, um, you know, a, a more savvy use of it. Um, and I, I'm starting to see people really take uh, that information, seeing organizations take that information and really start to cultivate um, those people that they're engaging through social because you you know you, and you say this all the time Joe but we all know that it is you know at the end of the day social is not necessarily going to drive your dollars immediately yeah, but it's right, about right. cultivating a relationship yes. and yeah. and it's about where you know how can we cultivate those people and take them to the next level with us as supporters as volunteers as donors what does that look like and so that's a, that's a critical piece to to all of this engagement and you know I think it's so um, interesting. We're at an interesting point for cause marketing, Phil, because on the one hand, we have these these old world tactics like point of sale and purchase triggered donations. You know, when people ask for a dollar at the register and stuff, is they've been around so so long and they're starting to show their wear. But in the same breath, you have Lowe's and muscular dystrophy raising. million with these programs. And, you know, even when you were at St. Jude, um, you know, Chili's and St. Jude or Chili's, uh, excuse me, St. Jude and Williams-Sonoma, they raised, I think it was like $4 million with these programs, you know, these point of sale programs. And so, you know, we have this like offline tactic that really works right now and raises money, but we have this whole new vibrant world in the online, the digital space, but there hasn't been a lot of dollars realized in that area yet. So it's kind of like, how do we meld the two? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's a great question, and I think that too. You know, what we're seeing in in the um, in the bricks and mortar space, so to speak, is that um, many of these campaigns are are starting to add on um, bounce back opportunities and mm, online right. extensions where you can engage online and and kind of take it to the next level and to the next step. And I think that's going to be important. Um, yeah. Again, I think that that's more about engaging uh, engaging people around social and giving them one more element um, and one more area to engage in and through and then the the then the work really begins after the fact mm, and that is right. what are you going to do with those people yeah. um what you know this is not about how many likes can we get it's about who liked us and yeah. and how are we going to take them to the next level and actually engage them as as a supporter and a constituent can you mm. can you i want to back you up a little bit to bounce back mm. opportunities because i think it's really important and something that um, I've seen you point out in multiple campaigns that was missing. So can you just give our le- our listeners a little bit of a tactical um, lesson on what a bounce back is and why it's important? So, Joe, do you want to tackle that or do you want me to tackle that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, what 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 Phil is basically talking about on a point of sale program at the register is I think what's really become popular is some type of coupon or offer um, at uh, at the register because it does give the consumer a little bit of an incentive uh, to support the cause or a reward, depending on how you look at it. And we know, too, with the you know, with the struggling economy that coupons are having their best years ever. And the really powerful thing about coupons is most of them are clipped, not downloaded. So, you know, they come through a paper vehicle like um, paper icons, uh, pinups at the register. So, you know, when we talk about bounce back, we're really talking about coupons and offers at the register and sometimes for other people's businesses, too, which has been really effective for us and in kind of building their campaigns. And I would just add to that, you know, I think the other thing that that is great about a bounce back and and an extension, be it be it coupon or some type of uh, of additional online engagement, is that we need to start capturing who is activating at the register. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, that's always been our big mystery in this yeah, whole right. cause yeah. space when it comes yeah. to that that register activation of who was that, and yeah. um and you know the infamous question of okay, did we just cannibalize their gift? So, yeah, in right. other words, yeah. did they just give their and now they're not going to give us the $25 a month. Now I can tell right. you that from from a, a couple of different um, inside um, surveys that have been conducted by a couple of our of our clients, that's not been the case. They've not seen that. They, in fact, they they have seen most of their donors uh, say, "Hey, we embrace this," and in fact, we want to know more about where we can support you because if yep. I'm already out doing this, then I just want to do one more thing for the organization. But you know, nonetheless, that 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 whole bounce back opportunity really is great in in hopefully starting to capture who is at the register and who's doing this. Yeah. And I think that's so important, too, for cause marketers is that we need to build more metrics in for businesses to see the results and to see the opportunities that we're giving them. Without a doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Joe, do you have one last question? We're kind of up up at the end of our time well, with, you know, with Phil, the godfather of I, I cause marketing. Say, I have to say, man, I could listen to you talk about Seriously. this stuff all day. I mean, I mean, when are you going to write the book? That's for you to do, Joe. I'm just, <laughs> I'll, write, I'll write the forward to the next book. How does that sound? <laughs> you, know, it's, you know what it is? You're shoveling all that money in. That's what it is. You know what I mean? So you'll, you'll let me write the books and stuff like that. But as you have all these high-profile clients and everything and all this great work <laughs> that you're doing and raising money for great organizations. So that's probably a good arrangement for right now. <laughs> 
Hey, that mm-hmm. sounds great to me. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, where can people find more um, about you online, about Good Scout and you? So uh, they can go to goodscoutgroup.com, and that is our website. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Phillips. It's P-H-I-L-I-P-S, McCarty, M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Um, and those would be two good, great places for you to check us out. Yeah. Awesome. And we will definitely put those in the show notes. And Mr. Waters, where can people find you? Well, of course, people can find me at selfishgiving.com, the premium spot for cost marketing <laughs> news and information. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the best place to find me on the fly is Twitter at Joe Waters. And what about you, Megan? Where can we find you besides cost marketing forum? Two weeks. Two weeks from pretty much from today. Yeah, um, right. I, I blog regularly at causeupdate.com for the Cause Marketing Forum. And I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand. And I tweet for at TweetCMF as well. And you can find Cause Talk Radio and all the other RashPixel.tv shows on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. So make sure you find us there. And thanks again for joining us for another episode of Cause Talk Radio. Cause Talk Radio.